Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it's that time of year. So we did the World Nettle Eating Challenge. Of course we did, yeah. And there's one person they've never invited. You won't believe who they've never invited I know, you're to here the that. World Nettle Eating It was like... It was like a bolt from the blue to the organiser. I can't believe it. Anyway, you'll hear that. Yeah, I started the show talking about uh, some non-sport things that I watched, but I brought them back to sport. You did. You had a little That's childhood right. memory came yeah, back. You got quite of, upset, A bit didn't of you? Usain Bolt in his football career. Steve Bougeja? Bougeja. Sausages. Bougeja. Bougeja. He came in and he was very amusing. Bougeja. Bougeja. Now, I've forgotten now. You've done me. I know his name. I get it right every time. Never mind. And And possibly you might hear from... Jacksonville kicker, what's his name? Lambo. <laughs> I can't remember his name now. Yeah, Josh Lambo. Josh Lambo. Well, don't ask me. I can remember Lambo. Yeah, but Bowling we don't know. You may, you may or may not hear. But I think that's a, that's probably about it from today. But it's, we okay. had a lot of fun. I think so. you should hear from him now. You've actually trailed him well, in the podcast. You never know. It's up to the producer. You may, you may hear from Pele. He wasn't on. <laughs> you may have from, anyway. Here's, well, I'll leave it up to you. Here's Rufus. today's podcast. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Paul. And good afternoon, everybody. And it's, uh, it was back to sort of post-World Cup uh, TV watching last night. You mentioned Barcelona there. I watched George Clark's Amazing Spaces. <laughs> and uh, what, what are you going to do? There's no yeah. sport, is there? I can't watch it. Well, the football's back tonight. Well, yes. I don't know. Rangers. I don't even watch the Europa League in, during the season. I don't even want to watch it now. <laughs> but uh, George, he was in bins in Germany. And what, uh, is it? What, it's, times, times are tough for him, are they? He was in bins. <laughs> yeah, he was in bins. There's a place called Bins. Oh, okay, sorry. B-I-N-Z. Poor old George. Now, I'm going to bring this back to sport. Oh, okay, he, well done. He came across this incredible lifeguard tower. It's a, he said it's a, this is an architectural marvel, he said. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but was that your attempt at a George it? accent? It's, it's, it's a clear oh, yeah, influence on the media centre at Lord's. Look at that. Yeah, I can see this that. This was the first construction of its type. And it, if you know the media For lifeguards? Centre, yeah, for t- it's, on the, it's on the coast, it's on the front. Yeah, it's quite can, elaborate for a lifeguard yeah, tower. Now, now they use it for weddings and things, but it was this new concrete technology, and, it, and it's exactly the shape and the influence of the uh, thing. And also, I watched Unforgotten. Yes, yeah, very uh, good, wasn't it? We'll, marvelous, we'll try and get yeah. Sanjeev in if we can. Brilliant, chat, and, yeah. but you were right. Lots of characters in it. It's, a, it's a brilliant series. It's I know. the f- first episode of every series. It's the third series. Gripping. Treat yourself. The I think the other two are there, but they bring they come. You meet 
all the characters in, and they in the first episode. they all somehow interconnect, don't they? We yeah. all know they're going to do that. But it's there was a bit of beach series. football from Neil Morris's character and his yeah. kids. So, <laughs> brought that so back he managed to, to bring it back to sport. <laughs> Is there anything you, you watched last night, which obviously now the World Cup's over, that you think you could introduce a modicum of sport into? There's some sport in it. Let in us know way. this afternoon. Now, occasionally we get some weird, wonderful mm. stuff uh, rock up here for us at Talk Sport. We're always very mm. grateful you send something in. And this came uh, Mark Jones um, at a PR company, I think obviously behind a new film, a new documentary hmm. about the Spitfire, of course, the, uh, the iconic oh, yeah. uh, aeroplane. And uh, it's the anniversary, isn't it, of uh, the RF, centenary of the RAF. And uh, the new documentary is coming out. And apart from sending us a couple of wonderful uh, picture-led books all about the Spitfire, hmm. we were also sent an Airfix model. Yeah. And you, you, you seem to shudder, Andy, when well. you looked at it. Now, you said to me, OK, I've got a bit of history with these as a kid and I've got, yeah. a, I've got, a, bad, I've got a bad memory. I wasn't very yeah, I know, good. We know you've got a bad memory. I bought, I, I brought one of these, or I got given one, I think. That's An Airfix model many years ago, well, yeah, when you were a young lad. Yeah. And for some reason, I decided to do it in my brand new school blazer. Oh, yeah. Uh, that I, I don't know why. Did you, did you was, put on the blazer? Then so I thought, hang on. No, hang on. So you came in from school yeah. and uh, the blazer had been off or was it on when you started? I must have still had it on. So because you, you wouldn't have put it on like a definitely to do no. this job in. No. Okay. I don't remember. You know, God, blimey, you're talking about like, you know. Well, this was, yeah, this would have been <laughs> Greyfriars, wasn't it? 55 years ago or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. A long time ago. So you're and in a new school blazer, new and, you school get blazer the, and you get the glue out. I get the glue out and I put the pin in the glue and of course squeezed it and the glue went all over oh, the, that's a, that's a schoolboy error, but school. you were a schoolboy. I was a schoolboy. Yeah. All over the, the new blazer. Oh, no. Like so, Sam Peckinpah, was it in slow motion? So I didn't know really what to do. I had a bit of a panic on. So I basically Red wine, was it? hid it. I hid the new blazer <laughs> and went back to wearing the old blazer, which of really? course my mum did actually spot. How long did it take you to spot it? <laughs> About five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you were no master criminal, no, were you? No, no, not really. So what did she say then? Well, she wasn't very happy, was she? Did she call you Andrew or Andy? Andrew, when I was, she was annoyed with me. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Andrew, where's your new blazer? Yeah. And what did the old bottom lip start going? Did a did little it? bit, yeah. Yeah, are we? About 17? <laughs> No, I must have been. In, I'm still in primary school, so I would have been anything between eight and ten, right, something like yeah, that. Yeah. A bit, so, bit of a disaster, really. And but what yeah. happened then? Well, I think I can't remember exactly, but Did I you presume... get the strap. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, kids. Ask your dad. They were different. They were different times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were different times, yeah, she, kids. She gave me a quick flogging with the birch. <laughs> Not birch, well, he came round, did he? Yeah, yeah. Mark Bircham. Yeah, like, that's just like watching yeah. Champions of the. Been very young then, wasn't he? <laughs> anyway, you mentioned Usain Bolt there. Yeah. And, uh, Not a professional footballer. No, really. but the, the star have really gone to town on it. Not, they, they call it the new Rashford is the headline. <laughs> Spring legend Usain Bolt is on the brink of achieving his childhood dream to be a professional sp footballer. Yeah. And uh, it says the fastest man in history has joined Central Coast Mariners in Australia's top league. Mm. A following contract talks the club, which boasts Spanish star Alan Barrow. <laughs> He's poised to sign the eight-time Olympic wow. gold medalist. I looked Alan, up. I didn't know Alan Barrow was there. Do you know, do you know who Alan Barrow is? <laughs> do I know Alan Barrow is? Got an Alan Barrow shirt. <laughs> he played for Osasuna, Alicante, and Albacete. Well, I I remember him at uh, Alicante. I yeah, don't he was a porter there in the airport. <laughs> no, he wasn't really. He's a fine oh, player. I've fine. never heard of him. No, neither have I. <laughs> Spanish star Alan Barrow. It's Brilliant. fantastic, isn't it? Well, there. Are you a big fan of Alan Barrow's? You're in the fan. What did really... you get when you joined the Alan Barrow fan club? I've no idea. I don't think he's got his own fanzine. Mm. But uh, no, there's just nothing else about Alan other than he's the, the club boasts Spanish star. Well, well done to them. Alan Barrow seems unlikely to me. Uh, now, ex Reading keeper John Bond has joined Albion. 
He's gone out there and deserved it. He has. <laughs> not that one, Mum for the kids, yeah. Definitely not that one. No. Uh, oh, this is good. The Star and the Times have both got this story about sharks yeah. swimming in British water. <clears throat> I don't know if yeah, you've seen the- now, We're going to be infested with great whites, aren't we? Is well, and hammerheads. Mm. So, but they've got a slightly different way of looking at it because... Uh, well, so are hammerheads. That's <laughs> true. They're, they're quite Heads odd. on, yeah. It's quite an odd look. Quite difficult it's quite an odd look, the hammerhead It look. is, yeah, yeah. It'd be good in the air, though, wouldn't you? It'd be great from corners. <laughs> yeah. You'd be able to be like, if you had yeah. a hammerhead. You could but, do it. Would you be a good ref? Well, you'd be great. The ball coming in from the left, you could edit that way. If the ball mm. coming in from the right, you could edit that way, you know. Well, if they remake bed knobs and broomsticks, <laughs> they've got unlikely, to get a hammerhead in there. <laughs> unlikely to be signing a hammerhead shark. No, I wouldn't think Although, so. Who knows? And uh, I'd be happy with that at Tottenham at the moment. <laughs> There's nothing else on the horizon. Elmer Hammerhead. Thank yeah. you very much, Rufus Gordon. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's very <laughs> good. Bidding for his new show, Cadigan and Gordon. We don't want any shark-based footballers, do we? <laughs> we don't. But killer sharks. Chris Dayton. No, we don't that, do we? Chris White. Great White. No, we don't that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, the star basically their take mm. on it is killer sharks set to invade our coastline. So they make it sound like it's happening next week. Yeah, you know uh, the news will horrify millions of British beachgoers apparently. Mm. Uh, but then when you read this sort of piece in the the more considered piece from the research by Dr. Ken Collins, oh, who's yeah. come up with this stuff, it's basically he's talking about by 2050. Wow. <laughs> and he's saying, I don't think we're going to have terrified bathers running up the beach of Padstow chased by hammerheads. So basically, he's much more considered take on it. But I love the, the, the tabloid take on it. That it's, it's basically scaring well, you I, witless, like, like we got with all the Russian scare stories before the this World This might Cup. be an opportunity to contact someone in Australia where they're used to kind of sharks like that. Hmm. Possibly someone like Alan Barrow. <laughs> we can ask Alan about that. <laughs> he probably we is. We find out who he is. Shark expert, Alan yeah. Barrow. Great. And uh, Brooklyn Beckham has got a new job, which I mean, we'll all be delighted to hear yeah. about. Uh, he's got a job as a sort of photographic assistant. Just quite good. good. He's yeah. an intern. In the dark room, is he working with all those chemicals? Well, uh, <laughs> no idea. He's prepared. Uh, he's can, it's in the st- sun this morning. Mm. Uh, they can reveal that David and Victoria's eldest has landed an internship with fashion photographer Nick Knight. That sounds That sounds like not a, the cricket. Not the cricket. <laughs> that does sound like a good gig. He wants to be a photographer. Yeah. He I, love this from I love this bit. An industry source said Nick might be a family pal. But Brooklyn had to apply for the job through the normal route and was up mm. against other candidates. And no nepotism was involved whatsoever. So you give one hand and you take <laughs> yeah, from the well, other, don't come you? On. It's a bit harsh. Yeah. We will do that. But, I mean, you know, we try and help our kids. But, you know, let's, let's not pretend that we don't. No, that's true. Um, is that it? I think that's it for now. I got to, you know, in case a couple of guests drop off. I know, like yesterday, was quite tricky. You kept saying to me, "What have you got?" By the end of it, that's it. Nothing left. Don't forget, I've got no stocks. Steve Finn says, "Paul Butler." I told you we didn't want any of those, Paul. (laughs) Um, But look, we might need them. Well, we might. You never know. But we've got plenty. We've got plenty of stuff. We've got got loads of stuff for today. And we're going for the World Cup in 2030. If it gets bad, I'll I'll start making this FX model. You start making the FX model and then get it all over your T-shirt. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, River your mum is unable to come in and, well, and that's chastise true. you. That's for very it, true. Yes, yeah, sadly. Well, Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talksport at four o'clock this afternoon. Danny Kelly is alongside Darren Goff on Drive, and um, we turn now. Well, of course, the World Cup ends, and you're looking for something to fill the void. Yeah, and that the World Nettle Eating Championships, the annual event, of course. And uh, here to tell us how it went this time around, Michael Brooks, the organizer. Hi, Michael. Hello there, how are you? Good, Good thank thanks. you, yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I think it was a, an old favourite, an old stalwart of this event, who came up trumps in the men's, uh, I understand. That's correct, yeah, Philip Thorne. Mm. And he uh, 
at 104 feet of nettles. They're in two foot lengths, and uh, he did 104. In, in what sort of time? Doesn't it matter? Uh, well, it's, it's over an hour. So uh, um, between 5.30 and 6.30. Wow. Uh, so the whole competition lasts an hour. And some people drop out before the end, of course. Hmm. Well, I've been reading about the history of it and how it came about. We can talk about that. But the actual technique of doing this is it's all about keeping the mouth moist, I'm reading here, that if you get it wrong, of course, your tongue will turn black and the lips will swell up. And I presume some of the competitors did have a few problems. Uh, yeah, they do. Um, but, you know, people get used to it. But a lot of these people have done it before. Mm. And the other trick to it is that if you roll the actual leaf of the nettle over, um, it's the um, uh, underside that stings you. So if you roll it over, then, you know, you can uh, keep the non-stinging side uh, in the mouth. You don't get... You've never had any problems with people sort of um, throats closing up. If you're stung on the way down... Touch wood, no, we've yeah, never had any good. problems, and most of the people that uh, that do it have obviously done it before. You know, hmm. uh, there are some winners there. the uh, The commentator this year was the was a previous winner, so he knew what he was talking about. Now the thing is that when this competition started, it wasn't just about eating; it was really about who had the longest nettles, didn't they? That that was the thing, and it was only then that somebody was boasting about his was longer and saying, "I'll eat it." That's right. Two farmers were mm. both at the bar, and one said to the other that the recent rains had produced some monster stinging nettles. Mm. And uh, the other farmer said, uh, uh, well, I bet you yours is not as long as mine. So they both brought one in, and the one that had the, uh, the shortest had to eat the other one's nettle. That's how it started. Well, what about that? Have you ever invited John Nettles, the fine actor? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, no come on, it's a tap-in, Michael. It's I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if you asked him, he'd come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I've never done that, but I'll make a note to do it for next year. <laughs> it's only just dawned on him. <laughs> well, <it's a> good, <laughs> I'm sure he'd come along, John. He'd enjoy yeah. it. You know, oh, no. he'd have a great. He could judge. I mean, he would you know? Not he, he, you know? Well, he certainly could. He could just hang about and be a celebrity, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, he could actually judge as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he could. Yeah, the length you measure the length. Well, the now, like I, d- I didn't realise the, the nettles are only picked a couple of hours before the start of the competition, mm. and but can have things like caterpillars and wow. slugs and other a things. A little bit of meat in there as well. Yeah, does that happen to people who end up eating the? Caterpillars? Um, not usually, because uh, obviously once we've cut them into the lengths and mm. sorted out the uh, the two foot lengths for each table, you know, so there might be ten mm. on each table. Uh, then we look at the nettles as we do that to make sure there is nothing else on there that's going to uh, give them any problems. Gives you a spectacularly coloured tongue at the end of it, doesn't it? I mean, most of you are at the end of it. Mm. Uh, everybody sticks their tongue out after the event, don't they? And you see. Um, that's right. How long does it take to wear off that? Um, not very long. Um, Three no, years. Usually, usually within the day, but obviously if you clean your teeth and that sort of thing, that all helps, you know. Yeah. Okay. Is it still held at the Bottle Inn, the home of uh, nettle eating? Marshwood. Marshwood. Yes, it is in Marshwood in, uh, in West Dorset, that's correct. Uh, and uh, if the weather's fine, it's held outside on the huge car park in front of the pub. Yeah, and you, uh, you have a dock leaf, I take it, you must have dock leaves on hand just in case. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's we like, do. Absolutely right. It's yeah. like having the fire brigade there from well, a net leaking point of view, isn't it? Have to be can't on hand. Of course you can't. Michael, um, let's give a nod then to the winner of the women's event before we let you go. Who won the women's? Yeah. Okay, well, the women's event were joint winners this year. Can you believe that? Wow. With 61 feet of nettles, the two women. Wow. And that was Mel Lang, hmm. L-A-N-G, and Rachel Woods were the joint winners. Brilliant. Well done, to, well them. done to them. Do they, what do they get, the winner? Do they get a trophy? or? Yeah, they get a trophy. Yes, they get a, a silver cup um, uh, inscribed with um, uh, the bottom and the bottle in and that sort of thing on it. You know, And, the, uh, and winner 
men's competition or winner, ladies' competition. Fantastic. Michael, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Michael Brooks there, the organiser of the World Nettle Eating Championship. We'll speak to you this time next year. Yeah, we almost certainly will. <laughs> We're, there's, there's not even a World Cup on, so we definitely will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to play Sue Barker or Chewbacca? I'm very happy to do this. OK, well, let's play, in that case, Sue Barker or Chewbacca. We haven't got a jingle for it. I only thought about it today. Yeah. And now I'm going to play you uh, some uh, clips, and you've got to tell me okay. who is it. Is it Sue Barker All right. or is it Chewbacca? <laughs> From uh, Star Wars. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay. What do you mean is? Well, let, let, let's try it. Shall okay. We? Yeah. Sure. Let's I'm, try it. Okay. It, it may have legs. Okay. Okay. This is the first one. Who's this? Oh, that's Sue Barker. That is. She's saying, "Uh, this next. Who? What happened next?" They've been an idiot. It's Chewbacca. <laughs> of course, it's Chewbacca. Chewbacca. So you got that one wrong. That's one wrong. <laughs> who's this? Oh, that could be Sue Barker. You think it's Sue Barker? Yeah. It is Sue Barker. Well done. <laughs> How did you find the noise of Sue Barker doing that? That's ridiculous. Okay, let's hear this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that was Sue when she wasn't happy with uh, one of Andy Murray's serves. No, she having a go tougher backstage. <laughs> you had another half a lager. Chewbacca. It wasn't. It was Sue Barker. Was it? No, of course it wasn't. <laughs> so I've lost, sco- I've lost the score. Let's have another one. Hi, 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 hi. Well, that's Sue Barker. Well, it's not. It's Chewbacca. <laughs> it dubbed into Japanese. Hi. Hi. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars so dubbed into Japanese. So uh, Got that th- wrong, didn't you? Yeah, 3-1, I think I'm down there. Let's have another one. <laughs> uh, I think that's Matt Dawson, actually. I think they've got that wrong. <laughs> that's uh, that's Chewbacca. That's Chewy. That was Sue Barker. Well, again? Yeah, Sue Barker. <laughs> that was ridiculous. backstage at Question of Sport. <laughs> that's ridiculous. We've got time for one more. Uh-uh. Chrissy, lovely. Uh, that's that is super. That was Chewbacca. <laughs> You're rubbish at this, Andy, aren't you? I hope the listeners did better than you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Well, Hawks, me, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Uh, Steve Bouget, comedian, friend of the show, pops in to see us this afternoon. Gary Delaney, a very funny man, is here for the first time. Mm. Big Villa fan, so look forward to meeting him as well. Uh, two uh, comedians join us between now and four. Bob Bubka is up as well, live mm. from Carnoustie. Hearing from uh, Tiger there, we'll assess his chances and get Bob's tip. Yeah, talking of golf, talk, I heard you talking about golf and being funny. Did yeah. you see that thing at Link I sent you? I don't know who he is, that bloke. But I've never seen anybody impersonate golfers. Yeah. He does all the golfers. He's really good, isn't he? Yeah, I thought he was very, I'm very, very good. good. Yeah, know, excellent. Yeah, just try and some, get him on. Yeah, somebody just placed it online so mm. so there we go listening to graham uh is it not graham williams the uh the coach of belgium yeah uh, is it graham williams no it's not graham williams he's a former west brom uh, <laughs> fullback yes used to eat a steak before the match yeah not him but uh, graham they're talking about um eden hazard and mm. reading between the lines I, you, you feel he's going to go don't yeah. you well, i do you're anyway. making the point that sometimes you know liverpool mm. lost coutinho they got the yeah, champions sure. league final sometimes you can replenish it, it the stock absolutely depends on what you do with the money yeah, and how you spend it so yeah mm. definitely don't waste it on Higuain would be my would be my yeah he, um, he's got a bit of a derby on him hasn't he but he's, not, he's always a very effective player as <laughs> I learned to my cost last absolutely season absolutely not for me not right for the Premier League I don't think he's mobile enough is mm. he but you know I'm not good a scout. finisher. Yeah, very good finisher. Of okay, we get these out of the way. Um, there's going to be an increased number of sharks, sharks in our waters yeah, in, in over the 2050, next few years. not next week. And you've gone a bit puntastic, so let's just clear the deck, shall we? Um, Mark, um, Bob in our broth, Lee Bircham. It is, of course, Steve Ballshark. We got that out of the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. Dane gives us Jaws Best, the great Jaws Best. Jaws Best. Jamie gives us. George Gino, of course, the new yeah, Chelsea yeah. signing from Napoli. Yeah, very good, yeah. Apologies in advance, says Ian in Oxford, for mm. Peter, poor Beaglery. Uh, <laughs> Marcel Dorsay. <laughs> really? Paul D O. Davis there. Mm. Didier Dogfish. Is that sharp? Not bad. Scott, that'll do. That's it. We've cleared the deck. <laughs> Not Thank too you for bad. Everybody. Well done. You got through those very nicely. Thank you very much, yeah, folks, for, for doing your You see, thing. Putin kept Trump waiting uh, yesterday, and uh, they really? were battling to see who be, who arrived there first. Apparently, I think Trump was driving around <laughs> waiting for Putin to turn up, and he was yeah. half an hour late. But he's got previous for this, uh, Vladimir Putin. He kept Angela Merkel waiting for four hours and 15 minutes. Wow. Uh, who else? Is, a couple of Russians would kept waiting three hours. Power trip, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Mm. Uh, the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe he was wait, kept waiting for three hours. Uh, Shimon Peres was this in his was, own backyard? These are all people that came to Russia. I, I presume so. Yeah. Um, what does he come to your Pope place? And Francis. He kept Pope Francis waiting for fifty minutes. Wow. He's quite. You know, it's, it's, can't see the political gain there. Uh, Barack Obama, 40 minutes, and it just goes on. Our own queen, Queen Elizabeth, and who else? Not Queen the plumber. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II, she was 14 minutes. She was only Does he ever turn up on time? No, I don't think he does. Why would somebody buy him a watch? He's fashionably late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he uh, is. Talking about late, a 14,400-year-old loaf has been discovered yeah, in the Middle Eastern that. desert. Probably all right for toast, you'd probably Ancient say, no. Greggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, you, really, you can get me get some toast out of it, but beyond that... You'd, I think some crumbs. I don't know how they know, but yeah. there you go. Um, Did you see a number of the French players um, mm. kind of said, if we win the World Cup, I will do this, that, or the other? They kind of forfeits. I don't know what mm. made them uh, suggest this. Oh, yeah. But they've gone through uh, with many of them. Well, one of them, anyway. Um, and uh, Adil Rami was on TV last night, uh, wrestling... Uh, a top is it Teddy Reiner who's a top uh, judoka in France? Oh yes, so he was no, on no, the, yeah, my yeah. son's worked with him. Oh really? Yeah, he was on there last night doing that, so uh, they've, they've been seeing it through. Uh, Olivier Giroud said um, he'll shave his head. 
I'm not shave his head, shave his hair off of his head. I'm going to shave his <laughs> what, head. What, still have the beard? Um, apparently. That, that could look quite interesting. You might um, speed him up without the hair. But he, um, apparently, Hugo Lloris said he would go, Hugo Lloris, a pub crawl in Nice. They said, <laughs> that's not a great hardship, is it? I'm sure there'd be no shortage of Tottenham fans willing to join him. Um, but yeah, um, Nabil Fakir and Olivier Giroud said they would both shave uh, their hair off. Blaise Matuidi is going to cycle from Paris to Turin. I'm sure he's delighted here that the coach, isn't he? I would imagine yeah. PSG. Um, Thomas oh, because Le- he's going back to to. Um, no, he's not with. Oh, of PSG. course, you know. Of course, he went it's to Juve. Juve. Of course, yeah. That's why. Forget. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's cycling so he'll to Turin. Cycle, he'll cycle back to Turin. He'll be a bit tired, but he gets there. Probably will be yeah, ready definitely. for pre-season. But yeah, he won't yeah. need to do pre-season. That's probably true. Thomas Lamar is going to dye his hair, and we said Adil Rami fight uh, Teddy Reiner on, on it TV. It was very notable that Pogba during the World Cup yeah. didn't have the mad hairstyles and the things, which are great. I love them. But I mean, yeah. it, it was almost as if a conscious effort that I'm good, not going to stand out. I'm going to be part of the team. So he, he just had that sort of completely conventional look. Mm. You want a quick T20 birthday spread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We've got Pele. Is he, is he there? He's always okay. about Pele, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's coming. And he's coming. He yeah, he's coming long. soon. He won't, Pele, he won't like. be long. Jerry's comment, Pele. He's getting old now. He can't, he can't move along he's as quick as He's comment about uh, Mbappe. Saying that you have to get, if you get breaking his record, you have to get his boots out. Oh, right. I thought it was quite amusing out for, again. Yeah, for yeah. Pele. Good. Anyway, it's a very happy birthday. I'm going to try and guess how old this person is. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, right. I suppose you ought to explain I'm to people who've never listened before. But as in spread betting, it's a little it's a little kind of spread. There's a, how yeah. far do you think I'll be out between what, would you say? Well, I'd say you'll be about... I'll give you five on this you'll Give one. me five on this one, okay. you'll, you'll know this person. I've got to be within five years to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's the great singer-songwriter, founder of the 1960s rock band, the Spencer Davis Group. It's Spencer Davis. <laughs> and to give you a clue of how, you know, how old he is, Spencer, his new single, he's got a new single out, Keep On Zimmer Framing. Is it? What about that? <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. You've got to know about the back catalogue. Keep of, on running is keep, a pretty famous song. Yeah, it is. You've got to know it. it's the Spencer <laughs> Davis group. But our old Spencer Davis now. Spencer he's got to be, Davis. Blimey, he's got to be about eighty-two, isn't he? What is he? Sense seventy-nine. Seventy. Oh, I was within. Sensational. I was within three. Another fine effort. Bad, yeah. I might bring back a because we're mm. going to have. It's the summer period before the Premier League starts. I might yeah. bring back a, a full, a full spread, the full okay. five-day Test match spread rather than the T20 well, one-name spread. This afternoon we're going to play for the first and last time um, uh, a quiz. They're all going to be talking about. We're going to play Sue Barker or Chewbacca. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. I'm are. looking forward to this one. I don't quite know what it is, <laughs> yeah. but we will be playing later on. Sue Barker or Chewbacca. Um, People who present question of sport versus people. <laughs> there haven't been that many, have there? Over no, there, no, really don't be... worry about it. I mean, yeah. Um, well, I say, we'll work out exactly what it is later. All we got is a title at the moment. So, um, <laughs> That's like most television, Yeah, that it? probably is, yeah. They've come in, gone into meetings with less. <laughs> Um, Robert Schema says, I have no shark-based footballers. Well, oh. thank you for sharing that for He says, but they could play for the Jaws Remade Trophy. Yeah, it's true, really. Yes, they could. And um, what else have we got here? It's interesting, some of the letters. People, you know, expectations now. We had this wonderful attitude going into hmm. this World Cup, and I think that's one of the reasons why we did so well, I think. But uh, Ian in the West Midlands, he sent this one to the star. He said, well done, England, for a great World Cup. If we play as well at Euro 2020, we can win it. You think, well, yes, we, we could. <laughs> but, you know, France, they, they did actually win the World Cup. Yeah. So, so, you know, they, they may have a there. slight advantage over us. They're well, very similar ages. Sometimes you wonder why people, like this bloke, Charlton Gary, has sent this text. It's like having a posthumous mm. go at George mm. Michael. He goes, George Michael was only popular because of his looks, not his singing. Unfortunately for him, they soon disappeared with age. 
You think none of that's oh, true no. whatsoever. What? And why why now? Why wait for all this time to have a go at this bloke who obviously had a brilliant voice? Yeah. So very strange what people's just, minds. I mean, that's, that's the, it's, it's the very definition of a cheap shot, isn't it, really? <laughs> really the is. man has no right of reply. <laughs> well, that's very true. Quite terrible. I know. It's not great. No, it's, you do? certainly not. But So thanks for bringing it to a wider audience, Andy. Well, you know, I don't, I don't agree with it whatsoever. Mako Van Basten, says Mark the Gooner. I think that's we've, we've, really, we've exhausted him, surely. <laughs> it's quite clever, though, if you um, know your shots. Uh, for that or anything else, and uh, I bet you can't wait for Sue Barker or Chewbacca. <laughs> I can't. Um, <laughs> Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS, uh, H&J. We're off to Steve, very shortly. Uh, the Open gets underway on mm. Thursday. Good. Runners and riders, um, assess the mood. It's Oh, it's dry as a bone. It's going to run and run. Yeah. So that will affect. There's going to be a lot of low scoring. Of course, Carnusti. We'll talk about this. The, the famous scene of the famous Jan van der Velde. John van der Velde. John yeah. van der Velde. Yeah. Jan. Who's Jan? Sean. I don't know. Is this Jean. Du- is his Dutch brother? No, it's Jean. It's a really fascinating piece, though, with mm. his wife in the uh, Sunday Times. His well, his ex-wife now, because it affected him. We'll talk to Bob about all these things. So just same with Scott Norwood. We were talking about he was never the same man afterwards. Before. You, you aren't. If you, Sport's a terrible thing, isn't it? In that way, it, it, if the pressure's not on... Not sure I should be saying that on talk sport. Man. No, no, but if the whole world's watching <laughs> and you make a mistake like that, of course it can affect yeah. you. It's very hard to shake it off. Hawks, me and Jacobs here on Talk Sports. Uh, making a welcome return to the studio ahead of his appearance at the Edinburgh Festival uh, is comedian Steve Bajay. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon, guys. How's it going? Yeah, yeah we're good, thank you. Yes. Thanks for having us. You are Pleasure. back up uh, to the Edinburgh Festival yeah. with a new show. Yearly pilgrimage up to Scotland. Yeah, called Almost. Why is that? There's no good reason for it, I'm afraid. I, I came up with the title in February and I didn't have a show, so I just came up with a vague title. One day a comedian's going to come in and say, well, I've called it that because... No, cause everybody I know, says I'm really sorry. But every other year I've had a title and it's related to the story, but this year I just didn't have a story, so I just came up with a one-word title and tried to fit it. Does it fit? Have you managed? It doesn't fit. It's completely unrelated. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If anyone comes to the show expecting to, it will be about the word almost, then you're going to be very disappointed. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> How many it, Edinburgh's have you done? This is my fourth Edinburgh now. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think I think it's my best show. Well, it should be, shouldn't it really? You should get better, I think. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> let the critics be. Just get, yeah, I'll let them decide. Yeah, the, mm. It's going all right. I did, a, I did a preview in Bristol last night and it was... It was it started it started badly actually, but it went. It was awful actually. But I'll tell you, that I, <laughs> it started badly. Well, I, I wasn't on stage yet. The oh, okay. uh, the audience was sat. There's like ten of them just sat in the room on their own, but no music. They were just sat there waiting for the show to start, but in silence, very awkward. Mm. So I gave my laptop to the tech man and said, "Look, play what's on my iTunes, you know, purchased bit. Put it on shuffle." Left the room, didn't think about it. Came back in the room ten minutes later, and what the what the audience were listening to was an audio book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was an audiobook about oh, how great. to be successful. Um, <laughs> it was deeply ironic. In the, I think they were sitting wow. there listening, going, Is he even listening to this? I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> it created a very sombre atmosphere in the Bristol crowd. You think the bloke on the PA just would have kind of moved on a couple of tracks, wouldn't he? I mean, yeah, uh, well, no, he'd left the room as well. So the, this poor audience would have just sat there. They probably it, thought it was part of the show. It would have gone on to Harry Potter next, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were trying to remember that kind of, this must be mm. part of the show. This is very avant garde. Well, that's brilliant. Oh, top work. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, that must happen quite... I mean, not that particular thing happened quite a lot, but um, everybody's got some weird, wonderful stuff on the old iP- on the uh, cool. on their Yeah, phones, I, mean, this, I, I mean, you'd think the risk would be having some embarrassing music. It hadn't mm. even occurred to me that yeah. there would be a, an audio book. Halfway oh, through an audio book. So did it get mm. them laughing, though? Did they no, when you... no, 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 not <laughs> oh, laughing God. at all. It created a very sombre atmosphere from when I walked on stage. Because <laughs> they thought, when I kept telling them, oh, that wasn't meant to happen, mm. they just thought that was it, well, it was part of the show and right. I was lying. But I kept saying, no, no, honestly, that was not meant to happen. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. No. Can you feel when you're winning them over? Mm. I suppose just by laughter, really. Yeah, it? you can feel a warmth mm. in a room, I think. Yeah. You mm. can feel, and, and coldness. That, you can feel that harder. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm sure. You can feel the coldness. But no, the warmth came after about 10 minutes when they realised it was a genuine mistake. That's good. Now, you had a strange encounter with a fridge magnet, which I think has inspired you. <laughs> Is that at all possible? Well, I, I mean, you have a strange yeah. encounter with a fridge magnet? We had a real, real <laughs> problem with that fridge magnet. Yeah. Now, there was a, it was one of those sort of inspiring message fridge magnets. You know, and it said, uh, you, you regret the things you don't do more <clears throat> than the things you do. Right. And I just hate that phrase i think it annoys me more because people say it as if it's some uh revelatory you know like it's, oh you know you mm. take risks do things you want and i just yeah. think well no there's don't don't do i regret loads of things i do like the and things i don't just, i regret everything so you shouldn't do anything i think uh, so that's what the sort of show's about really just don't take any risks and uh just stay inside and just be be careful really. <laughs> <laughs> none of this inspirational mumbo jumbo uh don't listen to fridge magnets that's what the show's about don't come now actually i've just told you that's the yeah you just um, you mind i'm listening to an audio book on the how yeah to be just listen to audio books yeah. about how to be successful yeah. but don't put it into action hey yes uh, steve bajar is mm. with us in the studio and um off to edinburgh with his new show and um yeah, it's at the just the time three thirty. Much it, earlier. I just fancied going in the day, get it out of the way, you know. Then I can just enjoy my evenings. That's what I thought. That's true, and also mm. you're not clashing with all the sort of you know. Yeah, don't go head to head with the big boys. That's what I thought. Well, I think don't yeah. take them on. It's difficult when you because when you go to Edinburgh, you always face mm. with that choice in the evening. There's like so much at, at certain points of the yeah. evening, like eight till ten, and. N- Possibly not so much in the afternoon. So yeah. I'm, I'm always I've pleased. Just, I've seen a gap in the market and I've just gone, I'm going to occupy that mid-afternoon yeah. well, area. You're right. <laughs> and I'm going to just soak up all the people who don't know what to see. Well, you'll know, won't you? Where, previous years, what sort of time have you been on? I, I was usually at five or six, so it's not that much earlier. Okay. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, a tad earlier. I think people, also, people won't be drunk, will they? No, if you're drunk at 3.30, then well, you've got might a problem. Be. I mean, they're probably, you know, sucking the marrow out of this uh, fine uh, event and they may just, they may start early. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They may have a room full of drunks. But in which case, how drunk would they be by seven? So, you know, you're going to oh, get yeah, them. Oh, yeah, imagine the state they'd be in. They'd yeah. be asleep, wouldn't they? There could be some Scottish people still celebrating England's uh, knockout from the World Cup, potentially. They could, that could be a 3.30 <laughs> drinking session. This is very unlucky for you that you're promoting your show while Adil Rashid is going through a magic spell and it's Moeen Ali, actually. But it looks like... Well, it could be another wicket. And well, are they are they reviewing that? They're reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. Stoney's reviewing we'll it. We'll go to John in the moment. It looks pretty gone. plum. You've been doing quite a bit of comedy writing as well, haven't you? Yeah, mm. yeah, I do bits and bobs for various other TV shows. Uh, mm. Bits and bobs, Russell Howard uh, on Sky One and uh, Mot the Week and all those sort of things and various radio shows, which is quite fun. But it's, it's better to do it yourself, isn't it? It's better to say the jokes on stage. You prefer more, that? I think so, yeah. It's more satisfying because mm. you just don't hear the laughter. If you write for someone else and you see them get the laughter, it's quite, you feel a bit bitter. <laughs> <feel> a bit <laughs> angry. But equally, if you write a rubbish one and you see them not get the laughter, you sort of... Oh, yeah. you just, you just, it's the way they sold it. Yeah, yeah oh, that was, that was a good gag. They that, just was a, that was it. a solid gag. Your yeah. delivery's awful. Yeah. But, so, 
um, did you enjoy the World Cup, Steve? Oh, I loved it. it was yeah. a, it's been actually very destructive. We're going to find again, my... find somebody who said, no, I thought it was a terrible World Cup. <laughs> all those goals, all those entertaining yeah, games. Yeah, all those great matches. What I did enjoy it was the sort of national spirit that came together. Mm. Um, it was just such a lovely, the atmosphere around, you know, the, the underground and on, on trains and stuff. Just people were happy and they were looking, making eye contact and smiling. Uh, but I did enjoy, as soon as we got knocked out, that was over. Like the, the day after, I, I was on a, an underground and someone tried to start three lines and uh, people just stared at the floor, just ignored him. Mm. The, absolutely no way we're going to sing with you, pal. It's over. Game over. No more fun now. No, national pride is gone. Uh, they did review it in the uh, reviewers yes. overturned it, so not out. Too though. high. Yeah, it was a bit high just over the stump. So, yeah. uh, Three we, wickets in a man's feet would have been unlucky. That would have been, yeah. Very unfortunate. So there we are, 158. Good, good for England. But <laughs> Do you like cricket? Do you I'm not a massive cricket follower, no. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. That's fair enough. <laughs> Do you ever play? No, I didn't. I once played uh, in year seven. I didn't turn up in the whites, so I got sent home. <laughs> <clears throat> Why'd you turn up in like a suit of armor? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing yeah. for laughs. Just swayed. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, it was just my PE kit, and all the kids laughed at me. I just didn't know you had to wear a special uniform. Oh, yeah, nice. that's, that's quite sad. It is a sad story. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Then, yeah. Talking of uh, football in the World Cup, I, I, I see that you did a little um, promotional thing with Harry Kane a while back. Yeah, yeah, me and Harry, England mm. captain, best friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did like a little training video for Lucas Aid, and yeah. we, we saw me training him how to. But it was actually for the Euros, right? Uh, oh, okay, it, it didn't pay off. Sure, we spoke to you about this before. We did, yeah, yeah but yeah. it didn't pay off that. Uh, that tournament because he, he didn't have a great tournament but no. I think what ha- my, a lot of my methods were sort of long you know it took a while for them to seep in <laughs> so really I've had the impact now you know yeah. his golden boot performance has really been because of my, some of my thoughts and, and my tips so he's welcome a um, nice a nice lad was he did you find he was lovely yeah he was very nice he's yeah. very polite uh, and he didn't want to be friends with me. Like that was the really disappointing thing. Oh. What did you try? Did you I try asked. And I just said up front, mate. Do you want to be, do you do want to be friends? Do you want to hang out? And he was like, Nah, I've got enough. That is a bit creepy, though, isn't it? If you just go up to someone, then I mean, it's all very well to say, It'd "Be nice to have a coffee or a beer or whatever, yeah. Harry, one day," and they'll say, "Yeah, sure," but you say. Do you want to be my friend? Uh, yeah, and I went, I went full on with, do you want to be my friend? <laughs> and I just thought you, I was only with him for like an hour, so I thought you've really got to go in hard on it. Yeah. And he, he just, he, he rebuffed it. It was a shame. Oh, that's a pity, really. Do you yes. think we become like, cut yourselves and become blood brothers or you spit yeah, in your I, hand. You that would have been even further, wouldn't it? If I'd go, give me, give really, me a hand. You really would have gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, that was the soft Oh, answer. he was great, wasn't he, Josh Lambeau? Yeah, you, oh yeah, <laughs> suddenly, oh, wasn't even throwing in his name in all the time now. <laughs> we'll, catch up, we'll catch up with you tomorrow from one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.